Welcome aboard, Captain. Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek for the voyage home, one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. I'm excited. It's uh, it's pickup truck week. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I've made no bones about this movie. I, I really like this movie, uh-huh. and I like the humor in this movie. I think this is where, you know, we we talked about it. it's like Chuckle Fest, you know, mm-hmm. you know, '86 or whatever, and uh, you know, but <clears throat> I still love how endearing this movie is, how the comedy is. I feel like they, you know, they exploit that comedy in the next few movies to ill intent, uh-huh. um, but pickup when they get into the pickup and stuff like that i feel like i really i feel at home in this movie like i was i was viewing that so my goal with all the movies has been watching one minute at a time like watching the movie but i got to minute 57 as i was reviewing this week's minutes and i'm like man i just want to keep clicking and going forward because <laughs> i just want to watch more of the movie because now i'm getting into it and i'm just enjoying it a lot more cool just thought I'd throw that out there. So you're pro pickup is what you're saying. I'm pro I'm pro pickup. I'm pro pickup. So this has been at number 55. There we go. And this minute starts with uh, Chekhov being giddy about his plan <laughs> and ends with Dr. Jillian implying Kirk and Spock are hard luck cases. She is implying that, isn't she? She is. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, so here we go. So... It starts off or finishes up with Uhura and Chekhov on their uh, discovery of the Enterprise. That yep, guy makes yep. those two spaceships from Star Trek in there. Discovery, <laughs> Enterprise. Anyway, stupid. Uh, so yeah, they discovered the uh, discovered the photons, uh, the reactor on the um, on Enterprise, and uh, Chekhov's got a simple plan. We beam in, we get the photons, we beam out. No one will ever yep. know. No one will ever know. He is uh, uber cocky. Um, he is, and, and I use the word giddy. He is, he is giddy as a schoolboy. He is like, especially when he actually signs off and he's like, click and get this big grin on his face and oh, turns. He, he's, with he's, emphasis, with emphasis, he clicks off. Yeah. I mean, I wish you could see me right now. I'm doing the, I'm doing the forceful click. The click. If you freeze framed it right there when he did the click, and you didn't quite know the context of this. You could think this is evil Chekhov who just came up with a plan. Oh, totally. That grin is either like totally giddy, like you said, or totally evil. Um, I would think the I would think Kirk should have advised him to take it down a notch and be careful. Well, he can't see him, <laughs> so so he doesn't he doesn't know. Um. He doesn't know how excited Chekhov is about this. Yeah, he doesn't know that. Hmm. I don't think he can, you know, Uhura probably took a step back and was like, whoa, <laughs> dude, relax. You need to chill. 
you know, so uh, Kirk, you know, understands and he approves of the plan because it's a simple plan. Really, how can you, you know, now's not the time to poke holes in the plan, I guess. Well, right. I mean, Do you think it's like he didn't care or he, tr so he either doesn't care, he mm -hmm. totally trusts Chekhov and Ahura to get the job done, mm -hmm. or he just doesn't have the time to put any of the, you know, the little gray cells uh, into uh, a plan. Um I, I was about to say he doesn't care, but I think what it really is is he he trusts his crew to do their thing, yeah. and he, he's not a micromanager. So he's just like, all right, you got a plan, you got it there. okay, approved, get it done. He's got bigger. He still he he still hasn't you know he hasn't figured out his plan right. How am I gonna get these whales out of here? Right. Yeah. Uh, or really, is that his? What was his mission? They all broke up to do their things. Do their, their mission things. is to, to find find the whales. So isn't that mission, mission accomplished? Yeah. So it's like let's go get a coffee, right? Isn't that <laughs> should be where they're at right now? Well, that's why they're taking a leisurely stroll down the road. I mean, they're not like in any kind of hurry. They're not looking for the bus. They're just two men about town. <laughs> two men about town. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pretty pretty casual. Um, I wonder what their what their plan is here because they took the bus right to get mm -hmm. over to Sausalito. Are they yep. heading back to the bus stop right now? Is that where they're walking to? I don't know. That's uh, a good question. It's very residential where they are. Uh, a know, little bit, yeah. There's a couple is, of houses. Yeah, I keep getting thrown by you know over and over again. They go, yeah, they're in in the 80s and they're on Earth and there's no sci-fi here and. You know, and seeing residential buildings and, you know, homes and stuff, I'm like, oh, my God, they're so out of place. Right, yeah. Um, although the pickup truck does not throw me as much as the homes do. And that's what we get. So Jillian comes in and uh, with no disregard for the uh, pigeons, <laughs> comes flying in. Of course, she's got a bumper sticker on her pickup truck that says, I heart whales. I heart whales, yes. Yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't another one there that said, save the whales. Yeah, would that have been too on the nose or something? Or I mean, <laughs> I guess it's, it could have said, I love my humpback whale or something. Just been a picture yeah. of a humpback whale. She loves them whales. This, uh, does, a, does a pickup truck seem like her to you? Uh, yeah, I think I could see her driving a pickup truck. Oh, really? Yeah. It seems out of place. But are you thinking more of like, it's, it's her because she's probably... Uh, enjoys like more, you know, rolling up her sleeves and driving down to, you know, down to the sea seashore and, I don't know, rescuing seals and stuff like that. Do you think that she does that on her free time? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Just the, I don't know, the pickup truck is, I don't know. I can't, I'm having a hard time reconciling it with her. Hmm. She's fancy. Doesn't seem like a fancy car. Oh, I didn't think she was. She doesn't seem fancy. She seems, um... She seems very, uh, I don't want to say blue collar, but she seems very like she's going to roll up her sleeves and get into it. For sure. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't think she's a, um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling. I don't, I don't see her as like the executive type, you know, riding down in her Mercedes or anything. Okay. Now, Bob, <laughs> I totally would expect him to pull up in some, uh, 
car that uh, shows off his masculinity, maybe? Maybe a Corvette? Yeah, where are we in the 80s? Would the, yeah, Corvette would have been good. Maybe a Porsche. Right, that was that, that yeah. was like a that was a, a big big car, big money car of the eighties. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So okay, so you're okay with the pickup then? I'm. She's not tomboy enough, I guess, for the pickup for me. Is what I'm. Mm, I'm thinking. Wow. But I'm being very, I guess I'm being very <laughs> stereotypical here. So uh, I'm gonna let that go. Uh, so, so Kirk then. <laughs> It's fine. It's fun. There she is from the Institute. Right. Yeah, there she is. If we play our cards right, we might be able to find out when those whales are leaving. And, you know, just box credit, uh, how will cards, how we're playing cards. <laughs> yeah, here he goes. He is, I would say this week, he is very much the fish out of water. Spock yeah. is, is uh, I mean, I think every minute this week, he's got something that just like, he has no idea what's going on. No I, context. Oh yeah, and I love Kirk's frowny face. Like he gives him the, uh, he gives him the. Uh... Right, right. This, this he... <laughs> the, the smirk, but it's like the frowny yeah. smirk. Yeah. Which immediately turns into the Kirk charm smile. Yeah. Because Jillian's watching them. Uh, she's smirking at him too. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here with those two. Um, so. Uh, well, if it isn't Robin Hood and Friar Tuck, <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> yes, very nice touch with the the robe and the headband. Yep, yep. Um, where you guys headed? Back to San Francisco? No, no, no. What? Where you where you fell where you fellas heading? Oh, fellas, yeah. Yep. I didn't want to say fellas, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, very very skeptical. I, I mean, she's good, right? Because she's uh, she wants to know. She wants to know more. And, right. Uh, but she's feeling him out. Uh, you know, she really just came down here to jump in and swim with the kitties, uh, which I thought she meant kittens at first, but it's really like, <laughs> like her children, kitties. Like kitties, yes. yes. Um, I, do, I do like, Kirk has those moments, right? His reply to that one is, there's very little point in my trying to explain. <laughs> He's given up, you know, like, yeah, you know what? You wouldn't believe me if I... I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, because I think the whole thing is just so preposterous that she's just not gonna believe her. Right. Even the truth wouldn't. Right. He could. He could yeah. make up some lie. The truth. Nothing's gonna. Nothing's yeah. gonna work. And you know, maybe he. Uh, you know, a little bit of honesty there to 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 maybe get somewhere. You know, to to get some more information. Little, put himself out there. Little vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, he's yeah he's admitting that he's he can't he can't lie. Yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah, she'll buy that, and you know, then she starts talking about Spock like he's not there. What, what about <laughs> him? <laughs> and then Kirk like just takes it to the next level, like he got some sort of secret information, and him he's harmless. Back in the '60s, like how does how would he how does he know this? Right. Yeah. How well? Again, it's all the all these Star Trek characters are so well versed in our history, and yeah. you know, um, he just pulls that out of the air. I mean, yeah. we didn't see them taking time to come up with cover stories for everybody, so it feels like he's just pulling it out of the air. Right. Um, and uh, you know, I did. So the free speech movement in Berkeley is. I mean, that's not just made up by the writers. That's a thing. There, there was yeah. a free speech oh, yeah. movement. It did 
uh, start at Berkeley. So yep. uh, I just didn't know my own history well enough to know that was a you know pretty big moment of time in the Vietnam War. Um, but yeah, he just pulls it out of the air. Yeah, he looks like a hippie. I'm you know it's a box of hippie according you know based the way he's dressed. So I'm gonna uh, make him tie yeah, him to time to that movement. I don't know if I would have I don't know if I would have thought that like quick thinking by Kirk though. Like yeah. on his on his toes, just pulls it out of his bum and just, you know, back in the sixties is part of the free speech movement. And then comes of course the you know, he's trying to be all suave and cool <laughs> and you know, I think he had a little too much LDS. Which of course I hear it and I still laugh because I think it's hilarious. It is it is pretty funny. I do yeah. like he's he's trying to do it on the sly. So they're talking about Spock this whole time in front of him. Spock's right there, <laughs> and then Kirk's like covering his mouth so Spock can't read his lips in saying right. it out loud. <laughs> so I do I do get a kick out of that. Uh, the in the script she actually calls him on it. Um, it's not it's not in the scene, but she's like LDS. She's like, what are you dyslexic too? On top of all this, or on top of everything else? Yeah. So they. Uh, <laughs> Which I think it's good they left it out because it just makes the joke stand out more. Yeah. Well, her face and her little, her little smile with the tongue in cheek, you know, LDS. Hmm. Yeah. Something's not right here. Yeah. Yeah. I love characters that know that the people they're talking with are, are totally liars, but they're still rolling with it. She knows they're full of it. She knows they're full of it, but is still willing to invite them into the truck. Well, she, she, she lets them know why too. She's like, come on. You know, I'll, let me give you a lift. I have a notorious weakness for hard luck cases. That's why I work with whales. So is she calling them like bums? Is that right? I was trying to think. I'm like, she's insulting them, right? I think a little bit. I think, yeah, it, yeah it's like a backhanded compliment kind of thing. Kind of. I mean, we know she loves whales. So I guess in that sense, mm. that's, but that's what she's saying, right? I love, I love hard luck cases. Um, and you guys look like bums. So... Why don't you get in my get in my car? I barely know you. Uh, I mean, she is brave. Yeah, two dudes. She had to chastise uh, to, to and kicked out of the Cetacean Institute, and now she just sees them talking. And he talks about LDS, and suddenly she's like, "Hey, you know what? I feel safe here. I'm gonna invite you into my truck. It's the right. two of you." That's what I, that's what I was going for, right? Is is that she knows they're lying. Uh, they've obviously been behaving very erratically, strangely, jumping into the, the tank, doing all this stuff. Um, clearly, you know, not from around here. Right. Uh, come on in the truck. Everything will be fine. Yeah, it'd be one thing if she had, like, held a gun up, like, why don't you get in the car? <laughs> so we can talk, right? <laughs> then you would be like, all right, she, we know we know she's going to be okay. But uh, you're well, right. She does she does tell us what she has in the next in the next yeah, minute. Right, right. She just, she's defending herself. Um, but I think I think this just speaks to speaks to Jillian as a character, right? She's a, she's she's a tough she's a tough uh, customer. And uh, oh, definitely, she's not gonna let them mess around. And uh, and she can't let a mystery go unsolved. Ooh, Scooby Doo. <laughs> She'd fit right in with Daphne and Thelma. How can they, have they rebooted Scooby-Doo? Many times. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I meant, um, you know, like, say, with a gender swap. You know, like, you know, Daphne's in charge, not Fred. Oh, you know, I don't know. Thing. Like, yeah, swap all the characters, gender swap all the characters. Well, I, I always just assume that Velma's in charge because she usually figures it out anyway. <laughs> okay. But that make her in charge? 
Would uh-huh. you rather have Velma as a dude or Velma as a woman, a girl? Well, now you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's... <laughs> I mean, that's a right. That's well, a personal you... choice. Yeah, you know, no, and, and he... but you know what I'm saying. You know, would we we want you know Shaggy and, and Fred to be, you know, a female hippie and a no, frat, I like the, I frat like boy the girl. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, the dynamic works. I mean, I don't. I don't. I guess everyone always, I guess, assumes that Fred's the leader, but I don't know because they all sort of, they break up in their own groups and Velma usually gets shaggy and scoob and, you know, she yeah. usually, like I said, she usually figures it out. Right. Do they, they, do they just hang around with Fred because that's his van, right? Yeah, I think so. They just need someone to drive him around. Well, he's got, they know he's got money. Yeah. Because he's got the, he wears the ascot. So, right. you know, he's, you know, he's got money. An ascot. What have you ever seen a person wearing an ascot in real life? Uh, never. No. I've never seen anyone wear it. I don't either. Yeah, I can't. it escapes me. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anybody wear it, unless you're at a Halloween party. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Sorry. Hmm. No ascots in this scene, just headbands. Um, so, uh, oh, that was it. That's the end. That's the end of the minute. She insulted them, called them hard luck cases, a couple bums, get my car. Yep, get my car. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else then is good, good, sir? Nope, I'm good. All right. Uh, well, why don't we wrap it up? Uh, minute one of pickup week. Sure. Um, and uh, folks, if you want to chit-chat with us offline, uh, you can find us on the social medias, Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr. We're at Star Trek Minute. Love to hear from you. I love a good tweet. Um Always, always enjoy it. You know, uh, a tweet back and forth. Um, I don't even know. Is that a what is? Is there a phrase for that? Is that a conversation? Is that a chat streak? Know. Is that a? I twittered a, you. You <laughs> I twittered you. Um, all right. Uh, please and thank you. Find us on the find us on the social medias, and we'll be back again on Wednesday talking about minute fifty six of the voyage home. You're at Star Trek minute. Bye now. Goodbye.